0: What's going on? This is R Dot, and welcome to another edition of the Full Core Press here out of Las Vegas. What's up, my peoples? Beautiful day here. Beautiful Friday. Just got done with uh February the 14th, Valentine's Day. I know a lot of you guys was out of commission yesterday. But look, it's back on it. Sports is what we do. R Dot is here to bless you with some of my uh Ver, I, I would say I'll verbally serenade you guys. That's what we—that's what we're gonna call it. A ver, a verbal serenade is what R. Dot is here to do for you. So for all you guys who's been out of the sports loop because you've been get out getting flowers and planning all this extravagant uh, things for um, the significant other, either male or female, it's a good thing you tuned in, man. We got a great show today. Got some special guests, you know, a couple friends I always bring. I always got to bring Hater Harry in because uh, that's my L.A., Laker, Hollywood guy. And then I got another special guest, one of my good friends, uh, I.O.T., who, um, you know, he lives out in Northern California. So he knows a lot about what's going on with the Sacramento Kings, the Warriors, and just a lot of basketball stuff, period. So we're gonna have each of each of those guys on a day so this is a good show you guys are tuning into man also we're conducting uh an NBA 2k survey so for all you guys out there that play NBA 2K look I need you guys to fill out my survey online because we're about to throw the biggest nba 2k tournament and probably the most fun the most exciting nba 2k i know nba 2k has a a league where they use they actually have the nba teams that endorse some of these players and everything like that i know they have their own little esports league but look ours we're not even trying to tap into that you know that's something different what we're trying to do is hold something annually here in las vegas every year we're gonna make it a big event kind of like the super bowl of esports nba 2k so in order for your app in order for this to happen i need you guys to go on our social media and uh answer the damn survey you know i got i got i have a few guys already on Well, actually we have a lot. (laughs) But we need more, man. We shooting for the gusto, man. Super Bowl. We want at least a hundred thousand. I know I might be dreaming, but I know it could happen, man. I looked at the NBA 2K online numbers, and at any given moment, you wouldn't believe this, man. You you're not gonna believe this number. At any given moment, there's a million kids or a million players online playing nba 2k19 at any given moment any given minute you log on and tap through their servers it's going to be a million people or more or close to a million people so i know you guys are out there i just need help reaching that fan base so look when you guys get on when you guys get on let me know what you guys want to do i got my park uh simulation we got My Team Simulation. We got a regular uh, game mode where you just use the regular teams. Whatever you guys want is what we want to do for you. And then the prize situation is going to be extravagant because, like I said, we're going to be in Vegas, and we're going to do a big. So, look, fill out the damn survey. Go to any one of our SNGLV media accounts online or go to uh, sportsandgiggles.com or just hashtag SNGLV. And the survey will come up. Man, that was a lot to say. Also, in the news, well, not really in the news, but I wanted to kind of touch up on it because I didn't get a chance to really speak on it. You know, and I I usually don't talk a lot about NFL, but, you know, I I just saw that uh, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, the former running back, from the kansas city chiefs i just saw that earlier this week well this might be older news but i just saw that he uh was picked up by the indianapolis Colts. you know now or sorry not by the Colts. i'm tripping by the browns the cleveland browns picks up kareem hunt's cr- contract now they're getting them for you know a cheap deal uh one of those low risk high reward situations and his, you know, Kareem Hunt, he he, he he was released by the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year, 23 years old only, was released because um, he was on tape and had a confrontation with a young lady, and it was uh, sought that he, you know, put hands on this young lady. No arrests were made or anything like that. But I don't know if Kansas City – Just didn't want the hoopla around their organization or if they really felt like we don't want this type of character guy on our team a guy that can do this we just don't want them on our team i don't know how kansas city felt about the situation there was no there was i would say little to no pressure by anyone for Kansas city to release this guy. Cause Kansas city reacted so quickly. They didn't give anyone enough chance to have a reaction on, Hey, should these guys, should this guy be released or whatnot, whatnot, you know, things was brewing up, but Kansas city was like, yo, we don't want this guy on our team. We're, we want to wash our hands clean of this guy, whatever, whatever, you know, we know we, Kansas city is saying, we understand that the police, saw the tape, they didn't file it or press any charges. The young lady didn't press any charges. The DA didn't press any charges, whatever, whatever. But the bottom line is we understand that in this type of situation, things could have escalated and got even more out of hand, and we don't want to deal with this type of guy or this type of player who's this careless is basically what Kansas City is saying. Now, my thing is the Colts – pick up the, or the Browns pick up I keep wanting to say the Colts because this is something the Colts would do but the Browns pick up this guy right and they get him for you know uh, a cheap price considering on what athletes are getting you know on his caliber today you know this guy was like a top two or three running back in the league you know what I mean Bef- when he got released Kansas City didn't probably didn't want to release this guy you know what I mean but I'm just speaking from I guess not even as as a fan or as someone um, who's just commenting. I'm speaking actually from if I was another franchise, like if I'm Kansas City, and I release this guy because of basically character detrimental to the team, and then you know I don't really want to release this guy, but I you know my ethics just tell me I have to release this guy because. You know we don't want this type of character around our team, but then when I look at the Browns and I say, and they and they pick them up and they get them for a cheaper deal, I'm if I'm Kansas City, I'm just kind of looking at like, wow, man, I'm you 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 want this type of character on your team, like rehabilitated or not? I mean, I just feel like it's kind of too soon. I'm gonna break it down to you like this, man. If you worked at let's say uh, let's say let's say you worked at Red Lobster, right? Now red Lobster, they're under the Darden umbrella if you didn't know that, Darden owns Red Lobster, Olive Garden, and a couple of other restaurants, okay? Now, let's say you were an employee under the same umbrella, I'm using Darden as nfl's umbrella darden and nfl is the company is the main company i'm using them as example if you worked at a darden restaurant let's say you worked at red lobster and you got caught stealing at this red lobster okay and let's say you were a great uh a great employee you were one of the best chefs out there you got everyone into the restaurant you promoted well but you're 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 a thief you got caught stealing right let's say they really couldn't prove that you were stealing uh let's say you didn't get caught let's go back let's say you really didn't get caught you didn't get proved you didn't they didn't prove that you were stealing but they got a hunch that you were stealing and they caught you on camera last one by the money uh that was being stolen okay no charges was pressed They just didn't feel comfortable with you anymore, and they fired you, right? You can't go back to any Darden restaurant. Like, if you get fired from that Red Lobster, the Olive Garden in Michigan is not going to hire you because on your record, they're going to say, hey, this guy potentially could be a thief. Even though he didn't get charged, he potentially could be a thief, You know, and thieving is something against our ethical code. We don't need the police to tell us that the people that steal is that's a bad thing. I feel like people is making an excuse for this dude just because the police didn't arrest him. I'm like, yo, you don't know right from wrong. You first of all, you shouldn't be putting your hands on people. And, you know, it's hard sometimes. But when you drunk. And you're an athlete and you're a star on that caliber, you definitely gotta know better, right? plus you have you you have like you made it, man, you have the dream job, you made it like you making millions. I don't know, man, I just feel like this guy really shouldn't be in the league, man I just I ain't trying to hate on him. I'm just saying as the character build man. This dude might have some problems. You know what I mean? He might have some problems. And I'm just trying to point out the fact that people are using that he didn't get arrested as, okay, it's been okay. You know, and I'm all about getting second chances. I just don't believe he should get a second chance in the NFL. Because if I'm looking at that dude and I'm looking at a regular guy that's working a regular job and that type of thing happens, he probably wouldn't have that job no more, man. It just, it just tells me that the NFL don't care about domestic violence. They don't. I don't care how much they try to wrap it up and seal it for you. They don't really care, man, because the only reason why Ray Rice is out of the league right now is because his abilities had nothing to do with him popping this girl in the face with a closed fist. Nothing of that. Nothing. If he could still run and carry that ball, He would have got picked up, too. And it's just crazy that, like, people are using Kareem Hunt not being arrested as okaying him for doing what he did in his own tape. And that's all I wanted to say. Because if I'm Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm the owner of the Chiefs, I'm pissed right now. I'm real mad. And that's all I really got to say about that. I'm going to get my man Hater Harry on the line here, man. We about to talk some uh basketball. Some new things have developed with uh the Laker, New Orleans thing. Anthony Davis injured his shoulder. Apparently, he left the stadium or the arena, or the arena early uh before the game even ended. And apparently that uh le- the Pelicans management Had a problem with that. But my thing with the Pelicans management is. You have to. uh, You have to sit Anthony Davis. man. You can't let Anthony Davis. uh, Sit there. And sulk. You got to sit him. Anyways we going to have my man Hater Harry. Hater Harry what's going on boss.
1: Man what it do. What it do.
0: Man man oh man. Hey
1: thank you thank you for having me. First of all, let me start off real quick. LeBron has ruined the Lakers.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Before all right, let me ask you this though. Before we even get into LeBron has ruined the Lakers. Doesn't it feel like the Lakers kind of took a stand by saying, "Hey, we're not getting rid of the coach. Hey, we're not getting rid of all these players." This is what's going to happen. Luke Walton is coaching. You you play the game and we'll run all this uh, outside of the game operations. I kind of feel like the power of struggle is going back to the Lakers execs.
1: It is, because what people got to understand is this is Rob Palenka's first time being the GM. Magic is now the face of the Lakers, and they're all learning. First of all, all that trade talk shouldn't have been public. He should have talked to them. He didn't even talk to them until after the trade deadline dealing with young kids so he lost the team lebron has lost the team it's pretty much lebron versus the young kids versus luke walton because nobody's listening to luke
0: so you don't think the young I i thought luke had a pretty good handle on the team before lebron got there i thought the guys looked like they enjoyed playing for him they uh understood where he was coming from he was really getting into the uh psyche of those guys but i think When LeBron got there, he he, kind of changed. He absolutely did.
1: He absolutely did. It was just like the same thing going on with Boston. When you got a bunch of role players of people trying to build their reputation, they're willing to listen and soak up knowledge. But then when you bring a superstar in, they get different treatment. And then as a young player still trying to find your way, you're like, hold up, how I'm getting treated this way, he getting treated that way. Everything my fault, and he get all the glory. I don't like this. And that's building separation. And then it's like, how are you going to tell me to play defense and you're not telling him to play defense? And he's supposed to be the number one player in the league. So it's, 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 pull. it's a pull now.
0: So how hard that's why is he wants veterans. How hard is it for um a player to listen to a coach that they played against that maybe isn't on the same level as them as a player? how hard is how difficult do you think that transition is for a player is it difficult or not
1: it's not difficult but it's difficult when you deal with superstars because the the top 5 players in the league you you can't coach them like everybody else their ego is just way too out of control cuz they don't necessarily need you as a coach when you got those kind of players you're managing them you're not coaching them anymore you're just trying to find out what makes them tick and just find that spark that gets them going, but they're not listening to you ever.
0: We're live on the full-court press radio show from Las Vegas. I'm R. Dot. I'm here with Hater Harry out of L.A., West Hollywood. Hater hey um, Harry,
1: and watch how, watch how Boston, watch how they play now that Kyrie hurt. Watch how they play.
0: I was going to mention that, man. Now that Kyrie hurt, <laughs> is Boston going to be that team that surges up out the east right now while uh, – Teams like Philadelphia is fi- figuring everything out. They have a lot of moving parts there that they got to figure out. So, what you think about Boston?
1: Yeah, see, Philly's still transitioning and Toronto's still adjusting. So they got about ten games. Boston, the just time for them to turn it on. With Kyrie go, I think they're gonna go back to Boston the last year, and I almost guarantee they having an above average five hundred record while Kyrie's gone.
0: Okay. So, let's go back to the Lakers real quick and Magic Johnson. Because Magic Johnson took the – he was an executive first. And then they fired Mitch Kupchak and then promoted Magic to, what, president of operations is what it is, his title? Yes. And, okay, president so, of about all basketball. So, that was 2016 season. Uh, The Lakers went tw- like won 26 games, finished like last in the West. Then Magic – had, uh, I think Brandon Ingram, that was Brandon Ingram's first year. That's the year uh, Brandon Ingram came aboard. Then the next year was, I would say, Magic's real year where he had mostly all the say-so. You know, because him and, I think Mitch Kupchak got fired in like February or like around the All-Star break. So, half the season was Kupchak. The other half was Magic. So, set 2017 was all Magic. The Lakers won about thirty-five games, finished eleventh in the West. So that was, a, you know, a slight improvement. But this was Magic's first draft, and you don't like any of the players he drafted. Uh,
1: I'm still tolerating Lonzo, but Bradley Ingram, I'm done. I've lost. He's tradable. He should be the first to go. Like he was a number two pick. Like I, in my opinion, if you're a top three pick. You're supposed to be one of the superstars of the draft, and he's not going to be that. His ceiling is a all-star reserve, maybe, but I don't see him being that good. He's just going to be a regular solid starter. A Marvin, what's the guy from North Carolina? Marvin Williams. That's him. That's Brandon Ingram.
0: So you won't even give him Chris Middleton. You're going to give him uh, Marvin oh, Williams? Oh, no.
1: That's best-case scenario, but he's not going to hit that. I've seen enough of Brandon Ingram. I've seen enough.
0: So, with Brandon Ingram, you don't believe in maybe two or three seasons he could become a 17, 18-point-per-game solid-scorer in the league? Because he's got to get better. Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely not. That's like your second contract. You need to show me something within your first four years, and the only way I'm going to believe in you is if you're improving. Brandon Ingram is not improving. He's still the same size as his rookie year. He's still got the same game. He's still shooting the same percentage. It's like, bruh, what are you doing?
0: Mm, 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 mm. So, what do you think of uh, all this Anthony Davis um, leaving the arena a little earlier? Um, the Pelicans are kind of crying right now, saying, hey, no one cared about us in this whole ordeal. Um,
1: it's all just ego and pettiness. It's all. Ego. first of all rich paul which we all know is lebron's spokesperson that's just who he speaks through he's the middleman. so he was trying to anthony Davis was trying to debo his way out of um, new orleans right before the trading deadline from a small market to a big market new orleans thought they had it it came out the blue so just to be spiteful they didn't want to take any trade requests it got public it ruined the lakers but it ruined themselves, so they cut their nose to spite their face. And now Anthony Davis, he doesn't want to be there. So he just faked the injury so he doesn't have to play so he can keep his body solid for the trade this summer. And um, New Orleans' GM just got fired today as well.
0: Yeah, just saw that. Dale Demps just got just got the hatchet today. So overall, these last three years – What do you give Magic Johnson as a grade, as basically the one that's calling all the shots as far as who they pick up as as players?
1: Uh, C plus, B minus. I give him a B minus because LeBron was a big deal. But everything else, nah. But C plus because LeBron was the first step in the right direction. This summer is really like this. This is, let's see what he do now.
0: It, do you believe at this point in time, in career, is the price tag worth LeBron James right now? Is that is his price tag, is he worth his price tag right now?
1: Yes. yes. He's still in his prime, but he's a year away from being outside. He's already on the other side of his prime. He's already playing different, but he's still a top Five
0: player okay so now you know nba all-star weekend is uh this week right yes okay so are you familiar with who's in the slam dunk contest yes all right who you got who you got coming out in the slam dunk contest those who do let me just re, let me just tell my audience who's in the slam dunk contest dennis smith jr from the they're not gonna know any of these guys dennis smith jr from the new york knicks they might know him Miles Bridges, he's from Charlotte. He went to uh where do you go? Michigan State?
1: Michigan State,
0: yep. Okay. And then they got Hamadou Diallo. He's got some leapers. He's one of those guys that's on OKC's bench. And then you got the fill in guy, um, I believe John Collins. Yeah, that the Atlanta guy. That's from the Hawks. I think John where did John Collins go? Did he go to Vanderbilt? I I want to say yeah, but I'm not
1: sure. But he's my sleeper. He's my sleeper pick.
0: Okay, so who that who you got winning this cha- this championship? And is it Miles Bridges? To, you got Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges by far. Miles huh? Bridges. That's the favorite by far. That's the favorite. He's the favorite. When I looked on the gambling app, he was the favorite to win. So what, what in your in the past? What, what's your favorite dunk contest? You think? Ugh. Cause you might have to you go know what's back.
1: crazy? You know what's crazy is that it's just that 96 dunk contest. Even though Vince was the headline, like Steve Francis was killing in that dunk contest. Like Tracy McGrady was killing in that dunk contest. Like that was a solid you talking all about the one around with Vince I,
0: Carter and Jerry Stackhouse and all them?
1: The, Vince, his only one he did. Yeah, that, that one. Was it was too 96. Valid.
0: That was 2000. That was 2000? Th- yeah. Oh, okay. That was the 2000. Okay, 2000. Yeah, that's, that's
1: right, because I was a senior.
0: Yeah, that's probably the best dunk. You know, the thing is, and I go with people back and forth about this. I understand the Dominique and the Michael Jordan. I think that was, what, 87 or 88. I know that was a great dunk dunk contest because the guys were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and they were killing it getting 50s, 50s, and plus you got the two- Star power, right? But, man, yeah. the 2,000 dunk contest, if you look at the dunks that everyone was doing that game or that contest, they was trying to get down. Yeah. They was trying to get down. And they had star they were, power. They were
1: trying to win for yes. real, too.
0: Yes. And they had the star power. So I agree with you 100%. I, I'm going to edge the Neek Jordan duo Because it was just Neek and Jordan, man. Look, Tracy McGrady did some dope-ass dunks. He was just after Vince.
1: Yeah, that's all it was.
0: Jerry Stackhouse did some dope-ass dunks. But he was like after Steve Francis. (laughs) So they was killing it, man. The three-point shootout should be very, very good. I think Dirk going to win it. They're going to give it to Dirk, and he's going to go out. Oh, man. Dirk's my sleeper. I don't sleeper. see
1: Dirk winning it. Dirk's my he's sleeper. He's not even going to make it out the first. Oh, that's a sleeper, okay. Who are, who are all
0: in this on three-point guy? Listen, hit. man. Dirk is my sleeper because he ain't been playing all year. He should have fresh legs. Look, Seth Curry. Seth and Steph is in this. The real Splash Brothers. Uh, yeah. Dirk. Buddy Heald from uh, SAC. Dame Lillard, who's pretty, you know, he's wet. Chris Middleton. Kimba Walker. Kimball Walker is getting his money's worth, ain't he? Uh, Danny, yeah. Danny Green, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's wet, too. And Joe Harris out of Brooklyn. I don't like Whoa. Danny Green at all, but this is a good lineup, bro. These are some sharp shooters. And then, I, I can't not pick Steph, though. I know. It's hard. It's hard not to. Okay, and then you got the skills competition. We got Luka, Trey Young, that's your boy. <laughs> the Arian Fox, Mike Conley, Jokic. That's who I'm going with to win this, Jokic. Big men always win this competition. Tatum, when they're in it. Tatum, Kuzma, and uh, who is that? Nikolo v- Vuvovic from uh, Orlando, the big guy. You know.
1: Okay. It's gonna be I'm going one, with Fox.
0: you going with Fox? It's going to be one of these
1: big yeah, dudes. Yeah, I think bro. Fox trying to make a name for himself this weekend because he is sad. He got a little confidence. Like, he's going to try to make a name for himself this weekend. Even in the Rising Stars game, I think Fox. Fox or Luca's are going to win MVP of that game. So, they're trying to put Luke in an All-Star game now. Well, I
0: mean, it, it would make sense. Same reason why Yao Ming was in the All-Star game his rookie year. It makes perfect good sense. Ben Simmons, I might want to add, is like the only third-year player to ever play in a, a rookie game, sophomore rookie game.
1: Ben Simmons is in his second year. He didn't play his rookie year. Y'all need to stop with that.
0: <laughs> I'm just pointing that out, yo. He is in his third year. <laughs> he playing in the sophomore rookie game because he can't get an all-star bid. Why is that? No one's Y'all crushing.
1: sleeping on Ben Simmons. Yo, ben Simmons' gonna be great.
0: No one's crushing him like how we crush Lonzo, but Ben Simmons ain't playing with LeBron either.
1: Ben Simmons is an NBA All Star. He almost averaged a triple double last year, and he's killing again this year. He's a jump shot away from being a superstar.
0: I don't see I don't see anyone with a team like this, Trey Young. Who First of all, who's the coach of Team USA? That's going to be the biggest difference. Because I can't see Marvin Bagley having a chance to, or even Kyle Kuzma having a chance to win MVP of this Rising Star Challenge with guys like Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Darian Fox, and uh, Jason Tatum on his team. He ain't going to even get the ball. First
1: of all, don't sleep on on Trey Young. Trey Young, he averaging I think he's leading all rookies in assists. So he get his buckets, but he he gonna get you at least eight. And De'Aaron Fox is solid too. He's like a John, he's a mini John Wall in the making. So he gonna make sure you get about seven assists too. So them two will pass. Nobody else passing. Luca will pass too. Well no, he's not on the team. But then Trey, Trey and De'Aaron will pass.
0: Look, we're gonna play a game with you, all right? Real quick, because I'm going to get you out of here. But we're going to play a game with you. In this game, I want you to know something. It's Team World, all right? It's a bunch of guys on Team World. I know you don't know know nowhere these dudes play at. (laughs) Nowhere. And I I know, all right? So here we go. Watch this. This is Team World. Seti Osman. Where's Seti Osman or Cedi Osman play?
1: Oh, no clue.
0: The Cavaliers. He's on TV Dang. World. Josh Okaji. Where's he play?
1: Dang, that don't sound familiar either.
0: I never heard of this guy. He plays for the Timberwolves. Here's another hmm. one. Rodion's. Couric's. i don't even know if i'm saying that right i
1: don't know
0: who that is either. i don't even know nothing the players. <laughs> he plays for the nets man the nba is doing a horrible job marketing they only market. they got too
1: many teams man it's too many teams
0: it's only the same guys they're marketing they're marketing the same guys we don't have a clue on who these new guys are like the guy from uh toronto what's his name the the swing man that he plays pretty good what's his name Sakim? I don't know. Sakim? Sakal? Oh, oh, oh. Pascal? Something. They should be marketing him. He's a good player. <laughs> nobody knows him except for the people out in Toronto, man.
1: It's 30 teams, bro. 30 teams. They only talk about six players and they own like four teams and it's like 26 other teams with superstars that nobody even knows about. It's too many teams, man. They need to cut like, like literally, like, six like 16 should go
0: man they would never do that but they should they You're won't right. you right they should anyways man who you got as your all-star mvp man before we get you out of here
1: ah, i know they're gonna try to let kimber get it because you know it's his first year but i feel like if luca in it luca's gonna do it because luca don't he don't he not scared
0: nah he not he shouldn't be he not a rookie he's been a pro like 15 years already Anyways, show. I want you to uh, shout out some before you get out. You no, before you get out of here, shout out what you uh, what you working on and your social media and everything like that.
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Arthur Moore One Four. That's A R T H U R M O O R E. Just had a big audition for a TV show. They told me they will let me know in about two weeks. It's been a week, so still fingers crossed. And I got another audition Monday for a web series. So we're moving all in the right direction. I've been killing the background on a lot of shows. You're going to be seeing my face on TV.
0: Man, good luck on that, man. I can't wait till you pop off. You're going to be like the the next Black Panther. They're going to make they're going to cast you as the the, the Riddler or something. Watch. You're going to be the next. You're going to see
1: me on the show Atlanta. I'm going to speak that into existence. I'm going to be on that show Atlanta.
0: There it is. All right, y'all. Hater hey, Harry right here. Yo, have a good Peace. weekend, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Holla. Woo-wee. Nice talking to my man, Hater Harry, man. Look, All-Star Weekend is in full effect. You listen to R. Dodd and the FCP Sports Radio Show. We're going to take a small little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to my man, Io, out of North uh, Northern California. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Sacramento Kings, uh, some college basketball, And uh, we just chop it up and see what he's been up to. So you guys just hang out with me. We'll be back in about 30 seconds to a minute later. to the fcp sports radio show i'm your host r dot hanging out talking about nba uh basketball and all-star weekend if you missed the first part of the show had my man hater harry on great talking to him i just want to go back real quick on uh all-star on the all-star dunk contest man because i i know a lot of you guys out there y'all say this dunk contest is weak and that dunk contest is whack and you can't you can't top this dunk contest. Well, I'm here to let you know the 2000 dunk contest is probably hands down from top to bottom the best quality dunk contest we had ever. Right? Even and some of these newer dunk contests have been good, but from top to bottom, no cigar. You know, some of them were good with uh, Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson. Uh, when your boy Gerald Green blew the candle off the cupcake. When your boy Aaron Gordon took, uh, I think it was a piece of a, a cupcake out of the uh, roller skate. No, the mascot was on a Segway twirling around, and I mean those were awesome dunks. But not everyone in the contest was good. You know, individually those guys were good, but from top to bottom, if you go back, two thousand was bomb. And I want you to, before you say something is weak. Before you say that, as a you as a young guy, you know because the the young people and you know it's it's more evident today than when I was younger. It's more evident today that guys will see something online and be like, "Oh, that's weak." They can't compete with today, right? But what you need to do instead of comparing it with today, what you need to do is go back to all the dunk contests before the year two thousand, right? watch a few of those and then when you get to 2000 judge and see say judge and see the 2000 off of what you saw previously before 2000 and then tell me if that 2000 dunk contest was weak see we judging them by standards today and that's the wrong way to look at things man you can't look at it that way that's not fair you got to look at it in a way where you looking at the dunk contest before it happened in 2000 because I'm telling you you ain't going to find one better anyways I'm going to get my man Io here on the line man because I know he's been wanting to talk I know he's been wanting to talk to you guys and uh, I've been wanting to chop it up with him too because I've been wanting to get some perspective on things and
1: hello
0: Hey, I.O. what's going on? Welcome to the FCP Sports Show, man. How you doing today?
2: Man, I'm doing great. It's a Friday afternoon. Thank God it's Friday.
0: Thank God it's Friday. You get the weekend. What's your plans this weekend, boss? You chilling? What you got going on? I know you got games.
2: Spending time with the family. You know, basketball season kind of wrapped up a little bit on the high school scene, so not as active for that. But I'm um,
0: going to catch the NBA All-Star for sure, you know? Yeah, man. we, Me and Hater Harry had a chance to discuss some of that All-Star game. I'm going to discuss that with you as well. But I wanted to, uh, since you are a Cleveland Brown fan, right? I yes, mean, sir. I don't know if you heard my spiel on Kareem Hunt earlier on in the show.
2: I did not.
0: All right. Good. I'm glad you didn't hear it. I wanted, I want to hear from your perspective. Uh, how you feel about the Cream Hunt signing? Like just overall.
2: Um, that's a good question. Um, personally, I think it was a little bit too soon for Cream mm. Hunt to mm. come back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of the team. I mean, we really didn't have a need for a running back. I mean. We have Nick Chubb, who had almost a thousand yards, and really didn't start carrying the rock full time till like week five, week six. So it's just, um, until they traded Carlos Hyde, so um, and Duke Johnson as a complimentary back. So we really didn't have a need for a running back. But I understand the relationship dynamic between John Dorsey, the general manager, and Kareem Hunt. But you know. When I found out that he had already he had three other cases pending, including what happened at the hotel that night, um, I think that the young man maybe needs a little bit of time to sit out to understand to feel what he was missing. And um, I definitely believe in second chances, but I think he should have waited out sweat out a little bit more.
0: Okay, uh, me and you kind of on the same page. Uh, what I w- what I said similar to what you think. As well is, I also thought it was too soon for Kareem Hunt to be picked up, and I was speaking just from as a Kansas City chief owner. I, I I would be kind of pissed at this whole situation right now, especially since a rival AFC team is picking him up for dirt cheap. But um, I think it, I think the public waited. They use the excuse of the police not arresting him. So they don't they using that as an excuse as we don't think he did anything wrong then. And I think that, you know, ethically and morally, you just have to look at yourself and say, hey, man, this guy actually did something wrong. Even though he didn't get arrested, even though the police didn't arrest this guy for whatever reason or whatever, he never was charged. He still did something wrong.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I know this wasn't technically domestic violence because um, he wasn't married to the young lady, but um, it it was an act of violence, and the NFL has shown uh, propensity to kind of turn the eye towards domestic violence, I mean, towards abuse of women. So um, I wish, I mean, I know there's still going to be punishment um, levied on Kareem Hunt. I just wish... That um, the team uh, would have waited some time because they're I mean, I've heard I've heard differing um, opinions that there were some teams were on the cusp of signing him, so Cleveland felt like they needed to sign him sooner. Absolutely. Like one of them being the, being the Chicago Bears, their offensive coordinator. I mean, their head coach Matt Nagy came from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He was willing to take a chance on Kareem Hunt as well, but. He should have waited. The the team should have waited. The league should have waited. You know? Um, So, but that's unfortunate. Hopefully he's learned, you know, from his mistakes.
0: So, what do you know? We're going to switch it over, switch gears a little bit. Cleveland Browns. All right. This AAF. You familiar with this football league that's coming out? This Alliance of American Football?
2: you know, I followed it a little bit. You know, I heard the ratings for the first week were actually really well. Um, so i've been I've been following it a little bit here and there.
0: Well, they got they have they have some names. They're talking about maybe signing Ka- Kaepernick as well, which should give them a huge boost in ratings. If you know what I mean, um right, right. But I mean, on the, on the flip side of this, what what they have is names. Though they have guys that we recognize. They have Aaron Murray. We recognize that name. Josh Johnson. We recognize that name. Christian Hackenberg. You know what I mean? We Trenton uh, Trenton Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson. Yeah. Right. These are names that you know we we recognize. Bill Polian, Polian, uh, of course, the executive for uh, the former executive for the Colts. He has all these connections with football guys, right? He has the yeah. money. He has the money. Uh, and he has a lot of football guys, former in, uh, former players and executives, helping him out. You think this going to be a hit?
2: I think so. I think, you know, with a lot of different business ventures in this world, it's about timing, right? right. Like um, maybe at some point later on we can talk about Kyler Murray. But if Kyler Murray played 20 years earlier, he would definitely go for his, he would definitely lean more towards baseball than football, right? Uh Um, Just the way how the game has evolved. So um, I think it's time for the NFL to have a feeder system for athletes, for some of its um, football players, um, very similar to what the NBA has with the NBDL and even like the European leagues. Um, The NFL NFL has been lacking that. And for that reason, I mean, you're seeing that they have a contract with CBS. um, The NFL Network will broadcast from games as well. So I think it's here to stay. Me too. I think it's here to stay.
0: Me too, man. We're here with Io. He's out of Northern California. He's on the FCP. We're just talking some football right now. We're talking about the American, uh, what is it, the American football or the Alliance of American Football. It's this other league that – uh, Bill Polian, former executive of the Indianapolis Colts, with a couple of his partners, is putting together. Like I'm saying, man, these guys are top draft pick. Bishop Sankey, he was up there. Uh, B.J. Daniels. Uh, we got uh, Zach Mettenberg, Chris Givens, Scott Tozen, Blake Sims, Stephen Hill, right. Trevor Knight. These are guys we know. Right. I mean, these are all still young men. Yeah, that can still play. That can still play. Yeah.
2: That can still play. Um, that could hone their craft a little bit, you know, um, by getting the reps. So, I'm happy. I'm happy for the opportunity for these young men to continue to follow their passion and do what they want to do.
0: Now let's talk about or do what they enjoy doing. Now let's talk about the flip side because I brought this American Alliance Football League up for a reason. I was talking to okay. somebody about the JB the JBA, the JBL, JBA, whatever LeVar Ball is calling it right now. Right, right. Couldn't LeVar Ball do something like this instead of targeting the college players that are going to the league or going um yeah, instead of targeting the top college players that are going to the league, how about he steals some of these G League players?
2: Yeah, you know, I think you know. Like earlier, you mentioned um, with the American Alliance Football League that you have um, cornerstone uh, ex NFL executives like Bill Pol- Polian being a part. Even even like a, um, Oliver Luck is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I believe um, uh, Archie Manning's also involved in it as well. Um I may have to double check that, but I believe I read that somewhere. Um, but you have some heavyweight
0: Charlie um, Charlie Ebersole.
2: Charlie Ebersole as well. Yeah. Um, so I you know, you have some heavyweight football connections, T V connections involved, um uh with the development of this league. Um, I think what Lavar could have done is he could have waited for his son's brand to evolve and grow and blow up, um, and you know, pay his dues with the NBA a little bit, and then kind of bite the, and, and then go on his own. You he, could
0: know? Have, he could have followed. What uh, I, he could have followed what Ice Cube did. Ice Cube got NBA players to co-sign for him.
2: Right, right, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we talk about the three-round three. Um, Ice Cube has a great niche, and it's it's continuing to grow. I mean, you just see more growth in that league. It's third year. It's but catching a, on.
0: It's catching on.
2: It's catching on. And he had a, he had a smart business plan, you know, about uh, how about to go about this. And um, I think LeVar Ball just bit the apple a little bit too soon.
0: Yeah, his model. And plus, his model was just – it's bad. It's a bad model, man. It feels like he wanted to just highlight his sons in this league. Instead of creating right. a league for stars and creating a league for opportunity for other players, it doesn't feel authentic enough. You know what I mean?
2: Right, right. No, absolutely. And you know, I, you know, I point to like the LeBron James model. You know, um, form- formulating his own sports agency, even though technically it's not his. It's Rich Paul. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, he. He part, you know. He learned from CAA. He got Rich Paul an internship at CAA. You know, Maverick Carter got an internship with Nike. So they learned uh, top line systematic processes, you know, and that's very important in the sustain in business sustainability, you know. And Absolutely. Um, Levar
1: don't have none of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he just he doesn't gotta- have those connections that you need and those relationships that he would that he needed to get those guys, man. He, I don't know.
2: I don't know. On the flip side though, what LeVar Ball does have, what he does have is, you know, had his middle son not gone to China and stolen, he would have had three kids in the NBA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. LaMelo's going to make it. Lonzo's there. Um, What he, what he does know how to do is get people to the NBA. right? Right. So, that could have been a little niche for him that he could have honed, like maybe Skills Academy or, you know, Camp, you know, something where a development, maybe eventually that evolves into a developmental league to get guys to the NBA because um, we know the holidays have done it, but it's hard to get three kids to the NBA. It's
0: definitely. You know? right? wow. Three times lucky, that's three times lottery winning. That's right. A, that's lucky. Right. Only, only, the only, the only families I know that's done that is the holidays and uh, uh, the the tall kids. What's their names? That went to Duke. Uh, the Plumleys, the Plumleys, the Plumleys, the
2: Plumleys. Yeah. Oh yeah, the berries. The berries did it too, but they already were in the NBA, right? Yeah, berries. So, the
0: berries mm-hmm. are the NBA.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I mean, with all his uh, PR, to put it kindly. Um, the man does know how to get people to the NBA, so um, I just wish he would have focused more on the player development side and um, help others that don't have those access and those resources to get there.
0: That's true. We're talking to Io here on the FCP Sports Radio Show Las Vegas. The FCP is brought to you by Hoop City, the ultimate indoor training facility that caters to all ages and skill levels. Contact Hoop City at HoopCity.com. Hey, listen. Yes, sir. Kings, 30 and 27, sent third in the Pacific Division. They just picked up your boy Harrison Barnes. I'm gonna tell you something. That's been a low risk, very high reward for the Kings that I don't know people outside of Sacramento is talking about. But uh, I'm pretty sure I, I would say two guys that I really like that the Kings picked up that kind of under the radar. The Harry Giles pick pickup is turning the pan is panning out pretty well. The draft pick of Harry Giles, and then the Yogi, right. and the Yogi Ferrell pickup is a is a is a very quite pleasant surprise.
2: No, absolutely. Um, Harry Giles, um, going back to his junior year in high school. Um, or maybe even further back as a sophomore was the top prospect in the country. And unfortunately for him, he had some problem with his knees. He had surgery, you know, his freshman year at Duke as well, which really, um, he would have been a top lottery pick, you know? So, you know, this, this front office had been under turmoil, under constant scrutiny with Vlade Divac as general manager. But, You know, you got to give credit when credit's due because that draft pick, that draft ended up being a pretty good draft Um, with Harry Giles being the third or the fourth pick in that draft in the first round with a trade from Portland. So um, he's got a really bright future. I mean, the young man can use both hands. He's athletic.
0: Super athletic, Um, super athletic. And that's
2: really after having two knee surgeries.
0: Yeah. Right? It's so, a steal, man. Um, that, that pick was a steal because of the knee surgeries.
2: Yeah, they need to charge uh, Body for robbing on that one because he uh, he got a great steal on that. Great hey man, steal with that pick.
0: Hey, man, um, talk to me more about Frank Mason III. You know, I just seen this kid the other day. He, sh- he slapped James Harden's beard on the floor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Frank Mason, man, like he's a he's a tough kid. You know he he plays with that little chip.
0: Is he Bobby? Um, is he Bobby Jackson all over again or what? Uh,
2: you know he kind of reminds me of um, Isaiah Thomas.
0: Oh, um, which one?
2: X King, X King player, X oh, King point guard Isaiah Thomas. Okay. It. Okay. You know he plays he plays with that chip. Mm-hmm. you know, little man with the chip. Mm-hmm. Um. It seems like he just needs to find an opportunity for him. I don't know if if Sacramento is the right place, but like many players, I get drafted second round, late first round. It's about the right opportunity, the right place, you know. Um, And they're having the coach that believes in you in the organization. So um, it could be Sacramento. Um, The time is just not right for him. Like we looked at Isaiah Thomas, he was getting traded all over the – you know, all over the NBA until, until Brad Stevens, until he landed in a place for Brad Stevens, that really gave him that opportunity to shine. You know, um, instead of using his best weapon um, against him, he used it as an asset, which is to score. So I think Frank Mason needs to find the right situation for him.
0: Kings, Kings, Lakers, here it is. Utah, Spurs, Clippers, Kings, Lakers. <clears throat> only one game separate all four of those or one, two, three, all five of those teams. Who you right. think at the end of the day, right now the Clippers are in the a spot, Sacramento and L.A. looking in. Who makes oh, it? Who, who makes it? Is the Kings going to make... The Kings haven't been in the playoffs since what? 2009? Yeah, 2009. Okay. Uh, are they going to get in this oh. year? We're In the new arena. I got about I got about two minutes.
2: As much as I love the Sack Kings, we got a good thing going. I don't think this is the year to do it. Mm. I don't think this is the year. Mm. Um, you I mean LeBron is you know let's remember the only reason why the Lakers are out of the playoffs is because LeBron missed seventeen games. You know, or that team would be solidly in. Um, Doc Rivers even though they traded away a lot of talent, I mean, he's such an excellent head coach where he gets players to play. And right now, I mean, the Kings don't lack the talent. They're probably the most talented when it comes from a talent perspective, most talented of all those teams. But right now, they just lack the experience. But I am not gonna say it's a long shot for them to make it. I just don't see them as the favorite to make it just due to their inexperience.
0: I got you. I got you. So... You, who you think going to get in there? You think it's going to be the Clippers? You think they're going to stay there?
2: Uh, I think the Lakers, I would take, I mean, definitely Utah is going to get in, the way how they play. Um, I, 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 I think the Lakers are going to get in, for sure. Okay,
0: so Lakers. Okay.
2: I, would put, I, I would, even though I just talked about how great Doc is as a coach, but, you know, there's a reason why LeBron came back and played against the Clippers, and then sat out against Golden State and the other subsequent teams that they played, <laughs> because they wanted they wanted to get that head-to-head right against the Clippers, right?
0: right? So right, right. Um, makes those sense. guys
2: kind of if if it comes down to a one-game you know situ- scenario, they want to have the head-to-head. So um, you know, LeBron has a, they kind of have a history even with him in Cleveland of kind of. Picking their spots and where they want to fall, so they can avoid certain teams. So, I think for them, um, getting into the playoffs strategically, deciding who LeBron played against while he was coming back from his injury was it was apparent when he sat out again, when he came back and played against the Clippers.
0: That's good stuff, man. Who you got? Who you got winning? You know, NBA All Star Weekend. We gotta get out of here. So I'm gonna be quick. Who you got in the slam? Yes, dunk, who you got in the slam dunk contest, my man? Oh, um, we got you know, okay, you, it's Dennis Smith. Can you show me the names again? Absolutely, Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges, <laughs> Hamadou Diallo, and John Collins. John Collins out of Atlanta Hawks, right? Right, you know, ah, uh,
2: I gotta go with Dennis Smith.
0: Ooh. I gotta go with Dennis Smith
2: Jr. But I'm telling you, man, the guy I really like is Miles Bridges. Ooh, that's what everybody
0: like. Everybody's picking the Charlotte Hornets players in this uh, in this uh, All Star game in this weekend. Every, every Charlotte Hornet is being picked right now.
2: I mean, I, the only thing with Miles is, you know, he's probably the biggest one of them. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, big dudes don't normally get the love in the dunk contest. The little guys normally do. You know, mm-hmm. so um, and I don't know if he's a better. In game dunker when he's dunking on people, or if he's good at if his showmanship is up is up to par, you know all the different ingredients that you need to win a dunk contest. But you know I give it to Dennis Smith. We'll see what happens, though.
0: You definitely have to have uh, showmanship, right? When you say oh, absolutely, showmanship is absolutely. the best. Absolutely, is, is that the most important? You think? I think that's the most important.
2: That's the most important. You got to have name recognition. You know, I mean, we could say that's why maybe Kobe won his, a couple of guys won theirs, right? Mm-hmm. And um, um, you got to have some showmanship. That's why Nate Robinson missed a couple of dunks and still won. You know, so um, he was the best showman. But um, I got to give it to Dennis Smith, man. I think uh, Junior's going to put, put on a show on Saturday
1: night.
0: There you have it, man. Hey, listen, I'm, we going to chop it up some more. i like to thank you. For coming on the show and chopping it up, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff.
2: Uh, thanks for having me on, sir. Always a pleasure.
0: All right, man. I'll talk to you later. And hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's my man, Io from Northern California, giving us all the lowdown on the Cleveland Browns, from the Sacramento Kings to LeBron, whatever you have it, man. Io, thanks a lot for, you know, joining us, man. All right, brother.
2: All right. No problem. Later. Later.
0: Woo! A lot of information today, man. That was... That was my man's for a long time. I've been knowing him since I was a little kid, man, uh, talking basketball and everything like that. But listen, man, I'd like to thank you guys for checking us out today on the FCP Sports Radio Show here in Las Vegas. I'm your host, R. Dot. I'll be back with you next week, Friday, 1 p.m. So you guys, uh, you know, stay tuned, stay uh, glued to our social media and things like that because we're going to have some polls out and I, I just want to make you guys aware of a huge basketball game this weekend on tomorrow. It's a college basketball game. Features number one, Tennessee, at number five, Kentucky. Kentucky 9-2 and in the SEC and Tennessee 11-0 in the SEC. Should be a great game. It's going to be in Lexington, so it's going to be rough for uh, Tennessee. You better believe that. It's going to be rough for them. But. If Tennessee is who they say they are, they got to win games like this. This is the one. All right. Also in top 25 action, you got number six, Michigan playing at home versus Maryland. Number four, Virginia playing at home against Notre Dame. And then you got number two, Duke playing at home, NC State. And number three, Gonzaga at San Diego. Watch that game. Zags are 11-0. They play in the West Coast Conference. They can't afford to lose any games. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. R.FCP Sports Show. I'm out.